Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello. Oh my goodness. Do I have a fascinating interview for you today? Oh, first, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening again. Uh, Thanks for listening to the first time. Either way, I think you are going to be fascinated by the show today. My guest is Lauren Drake, a professional numerologist and Reiki practitioner. She found her calling in the holistic healing arts later in life after suffering from corporate burnout. Tell me if you relate. Following her intuitions, signs, and her understandings of herself that she gained from her numerology practice, she stepped away from a 15-year career as a food safety professional to follow her dream and transform her passion of numerology and energy healing into her destiny by practicing full-time. Isn't that cool? Plus, I know there's somebody listening right now who's wondering if they should do it, if it can be done. Lauren is proof that it can. But this has allowed her to focus solely on helping her clients to also understand themselves better and to set them on their own path to their unique destiny through numerology while helping them balance energetically to live a more fulfilling life. So she uses just your birthday and your birth name, and she's able to decode your unique life blueprint in order to help you align to something called your soul contract by embracing your specific conscious and unconscious gifts. She's going to explain all of that in the interview. She can help you utilize numerological energies of your current personal cycles to help with future planning and allow you to take advantage of the universal energies all around you. She's got expertise in the human body method of numerology, and she can give you insight into the deep knowledge, desires, and the karma that your soul carries. We talk about so much. This is an information-dense episode. We go through how to calculate your five core numbers, what each of them means, and we start to get into how they go together. It's, It's a lot. Lauren gave me a link to a blog post she wrote about how to calculate the numbers, and I'll put the link to that in the show notes. So you don't have to take notes as the show goes on. You can. I did. Um, And now I have like pages of scribbles just trying to write down all of her wisdom. She also has a numerology guide that she's offering to you for a big discount. The guide is just a $1.11. So Be sure to listen to the end of the episode so you can get details on that. And the links to all her social media are also in the show notes. So there's there's just so much to share with you about what Lauren is teaching here. I learned so much, which which honestly wasn't hard because I didn't know much about numerology when we started. But Lauren breaks it down and so that I I could really just wrap my head around it. And one of the coolest things that she talked about was how numerology relates to our chakras and how we can start to understand ourselves better, why we are the way we are and the kinds of lessons we're here to learn and how our various core numbers can help us find and address chakra imbalances. I think, I think you're really going to love what she has to share. So 
Here's Lauren. Lauren Drake, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Sarah. I'm great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing really well. I am so excited about this episode today because as you and I have discussed, um, I don't know anything about numerology <laughs> and I'm very interested in it. So awesome. if you're cool with it, I want to just jump right to it. Let me tell you everything I know about numerology and you tell me if I've nailed it. Okay. Are you Sounds ready? Good. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I know about numerology. You have a life path number and it means something. And sometimes <laughs> you see numbers places and sometimes those are angel numbers and sometimes those mean something. Did I just, is that it? That's, wrap it all, that's all true as well. Yeah, we could just call it a day. Call We're it good. a day. I covered everything. <laughs> no, I'm teasing, of course, because I, I know it's significantly more uh, intricate than that. And I am so fascinated to learn more about numerology and then specifically uh, its relationship to our chakra systems. So let's do it. Lauren, tell me about numerology. All right. Well, Sarah, you are definitely not alone. A lot of people don't really know much about numerology. And yes, a lot of what is out there is all about angel numbers, right? About seeing repetitive, repeating numbers. Um, and yes, that's definitely part of numerology as well. And But the cool thing with it is we can dive into what those numbers mean. What is that message actually telling you? And by also knowing your own numbers, your own core numbers in your chart, like you said, your life path number, but there's actually five main numbers in your numerology chart. Yeah, there it's many, many more, but those are the main ones, right? And I, I'll walk through all those as well, but knowing yes, those please. can even tell you how the angel numbers and things are showing up in your life and what it really means to you. Because right, you were telling me before that the angel number might mean something different depending on kind of where I am in my life's course Correct. or what's happening mm -hmm. in my own particular number chart that they're, although we see these beautiful infograms on Instagram with like, if you see one, 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 it means this, but yeah. <laughs> you said it doesn't necessarily always mean that specific thing for everybody, right. which actually makes a lot of sense to me. Right. Like how could it possibly mean one thing for every single soul on the planet? Right. We're all having our own personal experience and we all interpret the numbers different. We all have our own numbers within our own charts that mean something. So yeah. So knowing your own core numbers, maybe you'll, you start seeing a, a angel number of like four, 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 and then you find out, oh, Hey, my life path is a four. So that's telling you something different than somebody who isn't a life path four, and maybe they're just saying, okay, I need to be stable and get on a path. But for you, that links to your destiny. And so it's telling you, oh, I'm in alignment. So there's so many things we can go into with that. But with that, why don't we you want to talk about the history of numerology? First? I do. I would love to know. Where okay. does it come from? All right. So, gosh, numerology is an ancient metaphysical science. Dates back to at least 500 BC. And uh, Greek philosopher Pythagoras, he's credited to be the father of Western numerology. So there's many other numerology systems out there that date back to right around the same time. So I think that's really cool and speaks to how that all these different ancient cultures really saw the connection to the energy of numbers and with the divine, right? And they all had very, very similar numbers and meanings that they came up with. Oh, so interesting. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so the type of numerology that I practice, it is Western numerology. And so that's what you're probably used to seeing around on Instagram and all over the place. Um, whereas, yes, your life path number is the most essential number in your chart. 
So as I mentioned, you have five core numbers, but um, the first one, yes, is your life path number. So that is your, your main lessons you came in here to learn this lifetime. But also it speaks to just your natural dispositions and your emotional temperaments in that way. So everyone has a specific number related to their life path. And the life path is calculated based on your birthday. So you would take literally the, um, the month, the day, and the year that you were born and reduce those down to a single digit. So how you do that is say you were born in October, right? So that's 10. You reduce that to a one, right? And then if you were born on the fifth, obviously you don't have to reduce any of that. So one plus five, and then you'd add up the year. So you do the same thing if it was like, you know, for example, you're born in the year 2000. That one's easy to figure out, right? <laughs> you reduce it down to a two, but say it was like 1980. So you'd go one plus nine plus eight plus zero, reduce that down. And then you'd add them all up to come up with a single digit. Okay. So if I was born on sense? October 1, 5th, 5, that's six. And then I was yep. born in 1980, which is... So 18, one plus yes. eight, that's nine. Yes. So, so what is that? Nine plus six. Nine plus so six is 15. So then 15. I would need to reduce it even further. Correct. Mm -hmm. To six. Yes. Yep. That's one not my birthday six. audience, one by the way. Birthday. She didn't just randomly <laughs> happen to guess my birthday. But That'd be so, amazing so, if I okay. did. That would be amazing. Um, okay. So then that person's life path number is a six, but we can all do this Correct. with our individual birthdays. Okay. Yes. Perfect. All right. Mm -hmm. Understood. Go on. Yep. That's the easiest one. Well, actually your birthday number is your easiest to calculate, but your life path based on your birthday, that's an easy one to calculate. Then since I brought that up, let's talk about the birthday number. Although not necessarily as influential as some of the other numbers, the birthday number speaks to your natural talents that you come into the world with, these abilities that you natural have, naturally have. So what your birthday number is literally the day of your birth. So in this example, this person was born on the 5th it would be a five. If you were born on the 23rd, it would be a two plus three equals five, right? 27th, that'd be a nine. And so, we always reduce down to, it's going to be a one through nine. You'll always end up with a one through nine. Is that correct? So for the most part, yes, but there okay. are a couple exceptions to that. So there are master numbers, which are double digit numbers. So we've got 11, 22, 33, and when you get to the other um, the other core numbers, they could even go higher into 44, 55. Those are master numbers. And those, when you're doing your full calculation, those don't actually get reduced. So if someone was born on the 11th, that would be their birthday number would be an 11. But with master numbers, they actually function on a dual frequency. So they do actually on the day-to-day, -day, they function on the root number. So for the example, the 11th, right, you would do one plus one is two. The root number of 11 is two. So on the day-to-day, -day, they have the talents of the two, which are related to um, relationships and intimacy and cooperation with others. Mm. And But then when they're in their higher vibration, more connected to their inner essence, they have this higher potential, the potential of the 11, which is all about intuition. I like to call it the master intuitive. Um, it's very connected to source. It's all about lighting up truth or lighting up um, where there's untruth and showing the way in that way. And definitely um, expanding others' consciousness that way. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Big so numbers. is the birthday <laughs> number then also one of the core numbers? 
Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. So, so far we have life path and birthday number. What are Correct. my other core numbers? All right. And so the next influential number after your life path number, it, we call it your expression number. Okay. So with that, I actually take, that's based on your full name given at birth. So yeah, so that one's a little bit more complicated to add up. Um, but by assigning a number to each letter, so that's what Pythagoras came up with, this number system that gives a number to each letter. By adding those all up and keeping with the same rules, like not reducing the master numbers when you add them up. And also, I didn't mention there, the other exception is a karmic debt number. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It gets a little complicated. It does. But um, I'm, this is why we have <laughs> experts like you. And I'm yeah. so grateful that we do. Right. And there's there's even calculators online that'll do this stuff for you too. Oh, that's for neat. free as well. If you're like, if you just like, I just want to know this number, it is a little bit complicated to add them all up. Or you could just look up um Pythagoras like numerology chart or something and you could see the number sequences and add it up. Or you could come to someone like me to do it <laughs> for you. <laughs> right. So it's a lot easier. And also the really cool thing about getting a professional numerology reading is learning how the numbers react together, how they mm -hmm. work synergistically in your life. Because just being a life path six means something different than say you have a life path with an expression number three, right? The six and three work together differently than say a six and a seven would, right? So definitely it, it's, it's really valuable to get a professional's opinion in that way um, to see how they work together. But like I said, if you're just wanting to dabble and look into it, there are uh, free calculators online to figure those things out. Cool. Um, but what the kind of uh, digress there, um, but what the expression number tells us, um, those are the abilities and talents that are acquired over your early lifetime, right? So it does take into a little bit of conditioning, but things that you've learned and those abilities that you've grown and experienced through. And it, so it comes on board right around, you know, age four or five ish around there. Whereas your life path number and your birthday number those are just innate right when you're born, right? Because that is the day of your birth. Um, so that's the expression number. And then the other core number in your chart, it's called the soul urge number. So the soul urge is also utilizing the name, right? But we're just going to take the vowels out. We're going to count those. So again, it's a little bit more complicated in that way. Um, but what it'll tell you is your innermost desires and how you think, your belief systems, Right. So you again, this is why it's very important to see how the numbers all work together in mm -hmm. that way. I'm starting to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And OK. And then finally, the last of your core numbers, we call it your personality number. Again, that's using your um, your name at birth, taking out all the consonants. So in doing so, that's going to tell us this is kind of like your social mask. Now, it doesn't mean that it's like superficial. It's just more so it's still part of you. But it's, it's more of the energy that you present to the world, right? And so that kind of tells us how people see you. That's why it's called the personality. That's how, how you come across to other people, how, you, how they perceive you. Um, and yeah, so those are your, your five core numbers. Um, there's many other numbers that make up a chart as well, especially in the type of numerology that I study. But those can account for at least like 75 to 80% of your personality and your life lessons that you came in here to learn. That's so fascinating. Can I get a, just a point of clarification? When you say yeah. you, this like the soul urge number that is using just the vowels from your name? Yeah. 
Yes. And then the personality numbers using just the consonants. Correct. Your name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yep. And whereas the expression is all of them. Got it. Got it. Mm -hmm. Understood. Okay. Yeah. And what's, what's really cool is just how accurate it is. Like almost it's crazily accurate, honestly, like just knowing for me personally and all of the readings that I've done and everyone, you know, my, from my teacher and everybody it says it's so accurate. And that's, what's really cool and speaks to how connected numbers are to the divine and to your soul in that way. And, and how we can really decode your soul's plan. And, and that, that plan that you came in or that you planned prior to incarnating. So it, it's really, really neat. And it's so helpful to just have all of these tools to understand yourself a little better, mm -hmm. right? To be able to, because I feel like sometimes we wander around our lives. Why do I do this? Why am I like this? I don't understand. Yeah. And then to have these tools that help us sort of organize ourselves and realize that honestly, the way we are is, is, how we're supposed to be yes. right, and not 100%. feeling like we have to change something about ourselves to fit another person's idea of us. We exactly. can say, no, this is, this is my, this is my soul. This is the innate being that I am. And we can start to find sort of uh, comfort and authenticity in mm -hmm. that with these tools. And I just, I love it as a tool of understanding and acceptance. And I think that was one thing that you and I talked about mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago or uh, whenever we spoke last, but the, the acceptance of self, when you have a really good understanding of, of who you are. And mm -hmm. I just think that's incredibly beautiful. Yeah. So we've got all these numbers, but would you go through the numbers and tell us kind of what they mean? I understand yeah, that like it, it, it's difficult to sort of tease them out from each other, but give us an overview of what that looks like. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, yeah, so keep in mind that if you have any of these numbers within your core numbers, you'll have some of these qualities in your life. And if it is your life path number, they will show up even more in your life. But also realize that these are the lessons that you're trying to learn, that you're working towards. So we don't already innately just come in with all of these, right? We're, we're trying to learn these lessons. So yeah, I can, I'll walk through all the numbers one through nine, then we'll even talk about some of the master numbers. And even how they relate to the chakras as well. Ooh, let's do that. Yeah. So, okay, obviously, let's start with number one. So number one, kicking off the, the first number in all numerology, um, this is really the initiator. If you have a one as one of your core numbers, you are meant to be a pioneer. You really are meant to stand alone and walk your own path. And you probably really like new beginnings. They're probably very exciting to you. You like new ideas, new input. And ones also have very strong willpower. And if they don't, that's what they're working towards. Mm, I right? see what you're saying about learning the lesson, right? Yes, your life exactly. path is a one. You say, I don't have strong willpower. Well, that's what you're here to learn is how to exactly. develop mm -hmm. that sort of inner strength. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so as a one, your path really involves your leadership skills and really putting yourself out there and finding your own individuality, right? And not, not shying away from standing out of the crowd. And so thinking of all these things, they're related to quite a few of the chakras, right? And I really like that initially right away, we can think about, look at that, standing alone, willpower related to the solar plexus, mm -hmm. which is what's really cool, right? The solar plexus is represented by a 10 petal lotus. 10 reduces down to one. 
right? That's so and cool. That's like you one. were saying, all of these, yeah. <laughs> I do find a lot of these ancient systems work really well together mm-hmm. because people just approach the same ideas from different directions. And then we all right. ended up at the universal truth. It's, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, so, yeah. And so part of that being the one, part of those lessons are right around solar plexus, right? Learning self-confidence, establishing your inner power, your, knowing your identity, issues related to the ego, right? And maybe even if it's a little out of balance, we have a little ego sensitivity or too much of a need to prove yourself in that way. And it's also, one is also very much related to the root chakra, whereas mm-hmm. it's all about strength and, and your your authenticity, right? And, and also being able to think clearly. Ones are very decisive and very focused and they're able to set their own goals and follow their goals in that way. Amazing. Yeah. So let's talk about number two. Um, number two is quite quite a different energy than number one. Okay. Number one was very much a more of a masculine focused energy. Two is very soft. It's a very gentle energy. So this is very much related to cooperating with others, as I mentioned earlier. So very much about building intimacy, being very close with others. Two is also has a very evolved intuition, right? And you're also a very good listener because you have empathy. You're able to really feel the other people's feelings and understand that and give them the time to say their truth. And if you have twos in your chart as well, you probably really thrive in quiet one-on-one settings. Like I said, it's that intimate nature. Um, And the purpose of the two, if that's your life path number, really is to learn what real intimacy is and and extending those gentle experiences and things to others with compassion and really continuing to go inward and listening to your intuition and developing your intuition and spiritual connection. So with all those, right, that's very much related to, first of all, the sacral chakra is about emotions because two is very emotional. I don't know if I already said that, Um, but it's about expressing your emotions. Twos can also be very sensual, right? And understand that side, which is very much related to the sacral chakra and intimate relationships, right? Are governed by the sacral chakra. So that's all about the two. And then we talked a lot about empathy and compassion, which brings in the heart chakra values there, right? And even even a little bit touches on the throat chakra with the ability to listen, be a good listener in that way. Um, And then we have number three, Three is the the light, fun, creative soul, right? It's very lighthearted and wants to live carefree. Um, and this is the type of person that really you can see the glass is half full versus half empty. Right? And, and it's very open-minded as well and curious and constantly wanting to learn different things. Um, and there's also, like I said, it's a childlike. So there's a playfulness about you if you have threes in your in your core numbers. Because of this too, you can become maybe a little bit easily bored, right? Because we like to just have fun and keep moving around in that way. Um, and three though, is also all about freedom of expression and expressing yourself either creatively, it could be verbally, however that is. Um, and, and just sharing those gifts and the gift of optimism. So now a lot of three sometimes will say, well, I'm not always optimistic. Like I don't always, I'm not always that. So I look at it as like, right, we have to experience the opposite 
we have to experience those darker energies to really understand the energy of the three, or I'm sorry, the energy of like being happy and optimism and being able to be positive in challenging situations. So that's really, if you do have a three life path number, that's part of your lesson to work through. And I know personally, that's actually my life path number. And I will say throughout my life, I, I would never have called myself that up until maybe past few years, because I had to go through all of those harder times, a lot of emotions and things just so then when you do reach the other side, you're able to be the one that's sharing that gift of optimism with others and that joy of life with other people. Well, you said that that was, you know, the life path was about learning those skills. So it sounds like yes. you're a perfect example of that. Like yeah. you didn't necessarily <laughs> come in all exactly. sunny, but you, you learned it over time. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's important to note that optimism isn't constant positive thinking, right? Optimism is far more nuanced than that. Optimism can present as sort of an unshakable belief that things are going to be okay, that the universe yes. has your back, right? And that is yes. not, you know, sweeping under the rug the fact that times can be hard, right? Mm -hmm. Optimists have hard times. Of course they do, right? They're, that would be absurd, right? You're not right. supposed to go through life without challenges. So I really, I love that as a as a life path, right? To learn optimism and saying, mm -hmm. oh, I'm not optimistic, but that's supposed to be my life path. Well, hey, exactly. learning along the way. But you so, say that you're on your way. There yeah, you go. You're, there you, you're, you're on the path. And yeah. so, wait, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I think you were going to no, tell the switch chakras. Those, this one is oh, really yeah, good. No too. problem. Yeah. And so um, the, the three is like I mentioned, creativity, creative expression, very much related to the sacral chakra. Mm -hmm. And even that lightness that comes along with it, that ability to let go and flow with life. And like you said, kind of trust in the divine in that way. And it's also very much related to the throat chakra, right? Through self-expression with sound and that ability to communicate and inspire others. Um, and then I don't think I mentioned earlier too that, so all numbers exist on a range of vibrations. So they exist in the light side and then what we call the shadow side. So depending on, you know, where the individual is at in their evolution, you could tend to fall more on these lighter qualities or some of the more shadow side. And now I'm not necessarily touching on all, you know, all the qualities and all the shadows here. We don't have time for all that, but um, that is something that I do go into more if you ever follow my Instagram, which we'll talk about later. But <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to kind of um, make sure I covered that as well. well. That makes sense. Most things do fall on some sort of a spectrum and with the chakras. We think about that as well, uh, exactly. a shadow side, et cetera. So that, I think mm -hmm. that makes sense to us. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right so number four. So fours are all about planning, about organization, and really they love to stick to routine. Right. And they and very much related to topics related to money, home, safety, those kind of like basic survival instincts related to the four. So fours are also can be very mature. They're very responsible. Right. And they're also very good with the details, sometimes maybe even leaning into a little bit of perfectionism. Mm. Um, and it's less it's less of an emotional number. Right. It's more emotionally controlled. Right. So you have more of an ability to kind of handle things pragmatically and let go of the emotions and deal with the day to day, right? Rather than being so um, hung up on any emotions. And also, as a four, can, fours can be very strong willed and decisive as well. And they're very aware of their external and internal boundaries, 
right? Maybe sometimes the boundaries are a little bit too tight too, right? Maybe there's a little bit of an imbalance there that can fall under a four as well. Um, but the four is really, it's all of four lessons are all about putting in the hard work in this lifetime in order to create their own stability, knowing that they're able to build their own foundation that way and really planning for the future and practicing patience for the process. Because sometimes fours can tend to just, you know, want to just get things done and maybe be a little bit um, impatient in that way. But we need to just remember everything will happen in divine timing and realize that it'll happen when it's meant to. So the root chakra is mm. very much related to a four. Again, yep. this is a cool one because four petal lotus, right? For the root chakra, we've got the four here again. So again, very much related to stability, building a foundation, like I mentioned, those basic survival instincts. And also we have a little bit of the solar plexus here about willpower and knowing self boundaries. And maybe if there's a little bit of an imbalance in the, the solar plexus, that could lead to the four being a little bit more rigid and over controlling in that way. Hmm, yeah. Boundaries that keep people out rather than yes, that are a little yeah. bit more permeable. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Then number five. Yeah. Number five. All right. Number five is the free soul. Five is all about adventure and being an explorer. And it's really that untamable kind of energy about just living life to the fullest and having a zest for life. And so fives are also very good with change. They really, they like change. They don't like things to remain stagnant, stagnant at all. So that means they're very good at improvising and they can be flexible, right? And so they're constantly seeking freedom. So they do not like to be boxed in. And sometimes maybe they can come off as a little bit rebellious, right? Because they're not, they don't want to stick to the norm. They want to do their own thing. And also fives love to travel, right? Like I said, lots of adventures, trying different things. Fives are also very social and expressive. They're very good communicators, right? And they that's how they, they have this charm that kind of draws people in as well and just can make a lot of friends in that way too. Um, the fives path really involves learning to define what their own freedom is and being able to adapt and flow with life no matter what's thrown at them and still being able to live life to the fullest. So chakra related, we've got the root chakra here and that zest for life and that inner vitality. And then it's also very much related to the sacral chakra, right? Because fives are also very sensual. Like I mentioned with about the two, very much related to that very bodily related number in that way. And also related to the sacral chakra is that exploration of your inner desires and mm -hmm. sensuality. Sort of that play sensation. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Very much five energy. And just that ability to let go and accept change. You know, that really speaks to the five as well. And the five also brings in a lot of throat chakra qualities, right? It talks about communication in that way. So a lot of these numbers are touching on all different chakras in that way. Oh, that makes that makes sense. First of all, probably not everybody has the same number in all five of their core numbers, right? Oh, that would be really that would, unusual. Yes, very unusual. Very unusual. And so <laughs> the and also we we know that the chakra system is a system and doesn't work in isolation. And so it makes perfect exactly. sense to me that it would that you would have multiple chakras touched by the different numbers, right? Because mm -hmm. it is all a system. It all works 
together. Exactly. This is so fascinating. Um, Y'all, I'm literally, I cannot take notes fast enough. I'm going to have to go <laughs> back and re-listen to this interview 10 times to learn everything. Um, I'm fascinated and I can't wait to learn because we're headed up onto my life path number any Ooh, minute now. Okay. Are you I'll number you know, six? I'll let you know when we get there. I'm not oh, number six. Okay. I'll let you know okay. when we get there, but I'm very All excited. Right. Okay, go on. Number right. six. Okay, number six. Number six is known as the nurturer. Really, it's the soft, gentle energy, very family oriented, right? You have this desire to feel and be a part of a family unit or a community, just to feel that belonging. Mm. So sixes are also, although they're very emotional, they're very, they're much more emotionally mature than say the two is emotional, but can be a lot more moody. The six is also, but they tend to maybe keep those emotions inside a little bit more in that way and work through them internally. Um, sixes also really love all people, animals, nature. They really love to nurture everything, right? That's kind of that like mother nature energy. I like to think of the six in that way. Yeah. Um, sixes are also, they're flowing with creativity, right? And so they understand the beauty and art and just the aesthetics in that way. Um, sixes too, because they are emotional. I mentioned that they may hold emotions in, they do have high emotional expectations, which that could be a little bit of the challenge because this, the six, you're giving and giving, but if they might be kind of like, oh, I'm not getting that back in return. So that might become harbored resentment and anger, which as we know, that's never healthy to keep that inside. No. And, and that can become a little bit, you know, maybe emotional eruptions if you don't let that out. So it's extremely important for sixes to really learn to express their feelings and to understand that their path really involves that unconditional love that they have by helping and guiding others in that way and just nurturing. It's kind of like that taking people under their wing kind of energy um, and really to work through those difficult emotions and, and letting go of the past and realizing mm -hmm. that that's not me. You don't need to identify with the past or those feelings just realize that's that's part of my story that makes me who I am but now I can like move on and run to even better things in that way I feel like we have a lot of sixes in the audience I feel like I hear from Probably. sixes a lot I yeah I see and a I lot would, of sixes in my clients as well <laughs> yeah and I would say one thing and I, I'm asking more than stating I suppose is do sixes sometimes have trouble accepting love back Yes. Is that part of the, mm -hmm. the path, the part of the, the struggle of being a six? Yeah, that can definitely come across as that, especially if you've got, so there is, even though it's technically not a karmic number, if there's a 15, six, it makes it a little bit even harder to work through those emotions. So maybe people with those numbers too, that really kind of hold that resentment and um, have those kind of issues. Hmm. Yep. Definitely got a lot of those listening right now. If you're listening at home right now and you are a six, raise your hand. Mm -hmm. I, see you. I see, I see all I see of you. You think up. I can't see you because it's a podcast, but I can see you. You're raising your hand. Um, anyway, yeah. so I think we all can right. kind of guess where the chakra correlation lies, I but so. I think so too. Um, but yeah, so we're definitely related to the sacral here with the emotional mm -hmm. expression and there's harder, harder um, emotions like anger and things being harbored in there that can really affect the sacral chakra. And again, a cool one here, sacral chakra is a six petal lotus, right? So we got the six there again. Um, and then also the heart, the heart yeah. chakra. 
the compassion, that forgiveness that we need to feel. And also all those other beautiful feelings, like I said, that love of aesthetics and the love of just music and just all things beautiful and just having kindness and empathy for others all related to the heart chakra. And a little bit too, I do like to touch on, it is also related to the throat chakra because the sixes, sixes naturally have this like healing vibration with their voice, right? And so that's really throat chakra related. And it's really, I like to tell a lot of the sixes, definitely express yourself, right? Get, get your feelings out, but also hum to yourself, like just sing along to music. Even if you don't think you're a very good singer, doesn't matter, right? That can really just help you heal. Yeah. So now we're on to number seven. Is this your number? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you until it's over. Oh man. Okay. All right. I'll just keep guessing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're keeping me on my toes. All right. So number seven, seven is this deep, wise kind of energy, right? It's really like very reflective and mysterious, right? The seven is all about learning the depths and asking the whys and always wanting to know more and know the deep questions. And also sevens are very intuitive. They have a natural connection to their spirituality as well. Seven's one of the very spiritual numbers. Um, and then, so seeking truth is very important for the seven, but not only just truth in general, but just finding your own spiritual truth is very important. So in sevens though, they're, it's an, another more non-emotional number, right? More emotionally controlled, right? So they can easily kind of like set the emotions aside or just not show the emotions and not let them affect them so much. Um, sevens too tend to really like their alone time really like their peace and really like to take that time to decompress and reflect on things and really extracting the wisdom from their experiences. So that's part of their path. It really involves finding and expressing their own unique individualism because seven is seven's a little bit similar to the one where it's about your own path, but it's more of that spiritual path. It's more related to the intuition and really looking into the depths of your soul and establishing that spiritual path and, and just helping find light the way where there's untruth. Very similar. I mentioned earlier about the, the master number 11, seven's got that same, a little bit of the same vibe there. Um, so the chakra is related here. So a little bit, we have, I mentioned how it's related to the one walking their own path, a little bit related to the solar plexus there, knowing your own inner strength and having confidence in your own path. But really what you really probably think about with the seven is mostly related to the third eye or the Ajna, like, right, your intuition, your inner vision and decision making, and the ability to know your own thoughts and think clearly, um, and just connection to spirituality and that inner knowing. All right. Very so number just as I had said, that actually is yeah. my life path number, ah, okay. number seven. And so you were like, oh, seven's like their alone time. I was like, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I do have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. Okay. All right. I, you know, that's just my personality. So anyway, that's so fascinating. I feel very seen by that description that yeah. you just that's gave what, of the life path seven. That's what a lot of people can say. And I even know personally in my life, when I discovered my numerology chart, that's what I like. I literally, I feel so seen and understood yeah. that way, which is, which is really cool about numerology. Very cool. All right. Number eight. All right. Number eight. So eights are all about ambition. These are the 
achievers and really they know how to succeed in the material world. It's very much related to the physical material world. Um, so they have more ambitious tendencies and they're constantly wanting to act and seek progress. Like these are not people that are just going to sit around and wait for life to happen. They're going after things. Um, they have a very strong personal authority and great willpower. And that very, at times they can be very passionate and intense, but it allows them to achieve those things and go after their goals. Control is a big topic with the eight as well, right? They like to want to be the one to control their life and, and make the, call the shots in their life. Um, and that, so they have this big desire to achieve, but can be very demanding of themselves, right? And maybe hold themselves to have really high expectations of themselves and sometimes of others as well. Um, sometimes maybe we tend to be a little bit too much of a workaholic if we have a lot of eights in the chart because we're constantly like, it feels like you never do enough. Mm. Um, but they have a natural ability to just work with money, right? So they have a financial literacy, they have an ability to grow personal wealth as well. Huh. Um, and so as an eight, you know, as an eight life path, your path really should include setting and striving for your aspirations, really learning that you are in control of creating your own reality and overcoming that tendency to lean too much in the material side and that material wealth to really reach inner transformation. So the chakras that the eight is related to definitely solar plexus, all about inner power, self-confidence, yep. the ability to move forward in life and to, you know, achieve and definitely root chakra, right? Cause it's all about, like you said, physical basic survival instincts, having that strength and that vitality for life. Neat. All right. Number all right. nine. And here we are the last one. Yeah. Yeah, these are the last ones of the root numbers, right? We have the master numbers, but if we have time, hopefully yeah. we can go through some of those. But yeah, here's number nine. The nine is, the, this is the big all-inclusive kind of energy. You think the nine is kind of like, I've learned all the, the lessons from the one to the eight, and now you're in this big nine. Nine is all, of, it's very altruistic, all about putting others before themselves, um, very generous and unconditionally loving. The type of person that's like, will let you stay at their house for as long as you want, get the shirt <laughs> off their back, that kind of energy. They're just, and it doesn't matter who it is. It's just, they just love everybody. Um, they have this real free heart, very open mind. Um, and so they're very open to all different types of lifestyles and they're able to see the bigger picture in all situations, right? Because they, like I said, they've learned all these lessons one to eight and they can really see the, they see the point of all of it and they can see the end goal. Um, so they have this fiery passion and it really, whatever they put their mind to, they are really all in, they are dug in. So whether it be like in your relationship, career, hobbies, they're all in. And they also are about fighting injustices. Like they, this is very similar, I think with the six, I don't think I mentioned it, um, but the six and nine, they're all about, um, they really don't, they can't stand for injustice, right? They want to see everyone treated fairly. And they'll really fight for it. But especially the nine, the nine will go above and they'll be that leader, that one that's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll help you lead this rally. You know, I'll, I'll help you do that and fight for this cause because I really believe in it. And then other people will see that big energy and they just naturally want to follow them as well. Um, as a nine though, they have so many talents. So they may, they're probably gifted in many different areas. 
So that's really, really nice that they have so many options. Sometimes that can be a challenge because they don't know which way to go with it. Like they could do all these different things that can be confusing. Right? And so their path really involves continuing to lead others for a, you know whatever their good cause is that they believe in and they feel in their heart. And also connecting with their spirituality because nine is another very, it's very spiritually expansive. Um, so that's definitely part of their path as well. And just realizing that you have limitless potential to really not, not put any limits on the ideas of things that you want to do in life. Like you have all that talent, they can do everything. Um, so the nine, very much connected to the heart chakra, right? Because there's all that compassion, the empathy mm -hmm. and kindness towards others. And also the crown chakra. And I, I like too that the crown, I think, isn't the crown representative? It's like a thousand petal lotus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So to me, that that speaks of limitless potential. Yeah. Right. For sure. It's just like all these, all these petals. Um, so and it's also representing your spiritual connection, that higher level of consciousness. And so that's the nines, that ability to see the bigger picture in that way and really open up and expand. And just also they have that understanding of the trust in the universe, but also realizing that we're all connected. We're all connected within the universe and, and just able to listen to that divine guidance too. The thing all is, right. any about, questions? I'm... Oh my God. Well, a thousand questions, but I, yeah, okay. I just sort of, as you've been sharing all of this, I think we're, we're all listening and we're thinking, oh, I know somebody like that. I wonder if that, you know, or I am that, or, you know, things like that. We, we think about the people that we know, but I think one of the most amazing things was that I could see clearly like the absolute need and value and worth of each of these mm -hmm. types of people in the world, right? Like mm -hmm. it's such a clear system. There's no hierarchy. It isn't Mm -mm. like a six is better than a four is worse than a, a nine or whatever, you know, it's like every, every number is so valuable and so mm -hmm. important in everybody's development, right? Like if you're sitting around as a, as a seven, you know, thinking about all of the wise questions of the world, well, who's paying your rent? Right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe the fours, the fours in your life, right? Like somebody else is like, is helping you out, right? Like we need each other. And I see now mm -hmm. with so much more clarity and depth, uh, just the interconnectedness of all of the people, not just in yourself, but the idea that we really do work best together when, oh, for when sure. we put our energy towards community, towards, you know, the, the greatest Good. And I, I thank you for that because that really yeah. just brought that home. And I think that's incredible. Um, also, like we said, you know, it's a great tool for understanding yourself individually, but also I could see using this to understand your relationships better. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I can. I, we do. I do relationship readings as well. So not only can you look at the other person's chart, but um, I, because if you're in an intimate, connected relationship, either it could be romantic, it could be a friendship a business partner, or even a parent and child, but any very intimate connected relationship, you, you become this new, the relationship, sorry, the relationship is this new entity, right? And so it has its own vibration. And so it's like all the things that you're bringing and the other person's bringing in. So you have this new entity you can come up with and look at all the lessons in the relationship and, and how, what you're meant to learn from each other and how you work together and 
yeah. And it, it's really good for realizing that not everyone's the same. And that's beautiful. Like you said, we're not meant to be, but we're all meant to be here to help each other. And despite all of these numbers having their own lessons, really it's important to remember. And what you said brings it home is everybody's literally here to love each other and help each other. We're all to have this experience together. And although maybe we're just expressing it at a slightly different vibration, but we're all meant to be doing that same thing and, and, and being connected to each other. Absolutely. As they say, you know, no one is free until we're all free. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I want to do it. I know we're getting way into it, but I do. I want to hear about the master numbers. Okay. Uh, because I know less than nothing about master numbers. Okay. So, all right. Uh, give us give us the basics on master numbers. All right. Okay. So I'll just go into the the most the main known the most common ones I should say, yeah. um, which is the eleven, twenty two, and thirty three. So with the master number eleven, right? Think about that. It's double ones. We talk about one being an individual, one being very courageous. So you have all of those qualities amplified, but it's also all about being innovative, right? About being individualistic and, and really developing your intelligence and intuition. It's like I said earlier, I like to call it the master intuitive, right? Because it's it really is this intuitive divine connection to uh, spiritual realms. And it also, because it is connected in that way, is also has this more idealistic views and desires, right? And you're, they're meant to kind of desire that utopian world and know that someday we can achieve it. Um, and they're really, the master number 11 is really meant to expand their own consciousness, but also expand other people's consciousness and even a large group of people. And, and that sometimes when I tell master numbers 11, that they're a little bit intimidated. And so I like to say like, that doesn't mean that you have to be standing on stage in front of 300 people. That's not what that means. It could literally be maybe you throughout your life, you're touching a lot of people. You know, you're working with a lot of people, even one-on-one -on -one, because the master number 11, right? I, I mentioned earlier, it functions on dual frequencies. It functions on the root number two on the day-to-day, -day, which the two is all about cooperation and intimacy and being one-on-one. -on -one. So although with the master number 11, you can, you know, work with a lot more people. You can also kind of do that more intimate work, but more often with more people in that way. So you're, so it's less intimidating. Um, but really when the master number 11 is in this higher vibration, um, their path really involves diving deep into the inner world, right? Because I mentioned it's all about intuition and really uncovering the shadows to heal and expand beyond any previous limitations. And that too is very much related to not the third eye and the crown chakras, right? Mm -hmm. So we talked about intuition, talked about divine connection, connection to the universe that way. Um, okay, master number 22. So master number 22 is often called the master builder, right? Remember too that it's the root number is four. So it holds all those day-to-day -day vibrational numbers of the four more practical. But when in this higher vibration and living it up to this bigger potential, they have this extra strategic leadership abilities, right? And they're able to really be creative and think outside the box. And which is a little bit different than the master, or I'm sorry, than the root number four, right? Mentioned earlier, the root number four kind of likes to keep themselves boxed in, but the master number 22 is meant to expand and like the 11, no, no limitation in that way. 
But what's different with the 22 versus the 11 is although the 22 has all this intuition as well, the 22 is meant to build something lasting or create something lasting for humanity. So mm -hmm. something tangible in the world, in the material world. So on a big scale, you can think of like buildings and, you know, structures, things like that. But also think of it as like a teaching, you know, changing up a teaching and developing that, writing a book, something like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be this humongous kind of idea, although it could be, you know, there is really no limit to these master numbers at all. And I mean, any number, I like to say, the only limit is your own imagination, right? So, so don't let yourself be boxed in if you say this, oh, I'm only a two, I can only do this. Oh no, like you can still <laughs> expand beyond by all means. Um, so with the 22, right, it's very much, again, related to the root chakra, right? Because we already talked about the base number or the root number four, but it has this mastery over matter, right? And really being able to manifest things in the physical world. Mm -hmm. It's also related to the solar plexus because it yep. has this big leadership capacity as well. And then the crown chakra, this big picture thinking, this leadership quality related to that as well. And then we get to the, the 33, um, sometimes called the master teacher. Um, so with the 33, so the root number of the 33 is six, obviously, right? So you bring in all that nurturing, guiding quality of the six and that compassion, but you amplify it. And then you also, so it's kind of like this divine parent that takes oh. the whole planet under their wing, like <laughs> whoever needs it. I like to also relate it to, it's very symbolic of the age of Jesus, right? When when he was crucified, he was 33. And no matter what your religion is, or if you're just spiritual, just think of Jesus just as a person. He was extremely unconditionally loving. He would help anybody, no matter their status, no matter, no matter what they did in the past. He was just that giving, nurturing energy. He was also a healer. The 33 has this big healing capacity as well. And he was a teacher, right? The master teacher. So very much think of the unconditionally love like that. Makes you um, wonder what the Buddha's life path number was. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Definitely. Anyway. Probably probably got some master numbers in there. <laughs> right. Um, so definitely the 33 is all about the motives are pure and seeking, seeking love unconditionally. Um, in order to get there, though, I mentioned this earlier about the three, about remember we talked about the optimism. And so in order for the 33 to really get there, they may encounter some very tough situations, but that's really meant for them to be able to learn to forgive and learn to transcend those and transform those energies into a positive way and to teach other people what they've learned along the way and help heal and forgive others. So that being, you know, the chakra related. So think of 33 as double threes as well. Threes are also, we talked about communication, being very expressive. You have double that energy. So very much related to the throat chakra, mm -hmm. um, especially expressing the self through teachings. Like so the master teacher. And also obviously related to the heart chakra. Right. It's about all that compassion and forgiveness in that way. So, yeah. So those are the main master numbers. That's incredible. I mean, that, I feel like this has been an extremely information dense episode of the show, <laughs> um, but I love that. I am so fascinated. I am learning so much about like how this all connects 
to itself and how it isn't just, you know, like what I thought it was, which was very simplified version of what it actually is. And I feel like you've, and we're still in a very like sort of simplified version of numerology. Oh, yeah. Like I think mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it as you've been saying. And, um, but I did want to say, Hey, thanks for sharing all of this with us. That this was incredible. Absolutely brilliant. Um, you're so knowledgeable and I just appreciate you so oh, well, much. Well, I really appreciate you allowing me to even be here and speak to you. Cause like you said, uh, I mean, there's not much knowledge of this out there about numerology And I really take that as part of my job now, you know, as a professional numerologist to really get those out there and let people really see the, the really great healing tool that numerology can really be. Yes. I am absolutely getting that right now that it is a, that is a healing tool, which fits right in with everything we've been talking about all year, uh, tools for healing, just very it's fascinating. I can't wait to dig a little bit deeper on my own time, you know, during some of my life path number seven alone time and self-exploration. <laughs> when you're asking why. <laughs> when I'm asking why. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you have an Instagram account where you I do. Stuff. Will yes. You, will you I tell do. me what the handle is there? Yeah. So um, my business name, it's illuminated underscore life underscore healing. So illuminated underscore life underscore healing, illuminated yes. life healing with the word yes. separated with an underscore. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I will put that in the show notes and people yeah. can kind of just like do a little click and make everything easy. Are there other places that people can find out uh, more about your, your work? Um, maybe get yeah. a full reading done by you. Yeah. So my website, again, it's illuminated life sure. Um, so yeah, I know it's a little bit of a mouthful. Um, but you know, that's what it is. I have, um, my descriptions of all my readings I do. And there's even all the background that I mentioned here about numerology on my website. Um, if you want to just, you know, dive in more, I do have a blog as well on my website. Um, but you can book right there. Um, and actually I I do want to mention a really cool thing about numerology is that you can also track your personal cycles So there's some things as like a personal year number, a personal month and personal day. So it changes. And I like to look at it as like, it's a a more, it's a real, a little bit easier, more concise way to look at how all the astrological energies are affecting us and how those change on a daily basis. Our numerology numbers change as well. Um, And so I, I personally like to track not only my personal year and month, I do my personal day and I even have a guide. Um, so I have a, a numerology guide for personal days that I have in the shop on my website, which actually it's typically $11, but for all your listeners, I want to do a big discount. And if you use the code podcast, um, you can get it for only $1 and 11 cents. I'm a hundred percent going to do that. Yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm so interested. Um, yeah. Also, thank you. So that's code podcast. To yes. get some sort of ridiculous 90% off discount. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. that's extremely generous of you. Thank you. Yeah, well, I really, I like, I mean, for me, that was fun and easy to make. And I like that so many people are getting interested in numerology. And if that piques your interest a little bit more and helps you start to understand the energies around you, then yeah, I want to share it. Um, and that'll walk you through how to calculate your personal cycles. And it isn't, it even has a description of each day, the energetic gift that the day brings, um, you know, what may be a little bit more challenging and what to watch out for. 
and also advice. So things that are a little bit, you know, maybe I want to do my banking on a four day versus trying to do it on a two or a three day, you know, something like that. Amazing. Well, I think you are an energetic gift, Lauren. I think <laughs> this conversation has Thank been you. brilliant. I, I cannot wait to get it out into the world and have everybody be just as fascinated and learn as much as I have today. Um, is there anything else that you'd want to leave us with before we yeah. go? Um, I did actually want to mention that starting in May, I'm going to actually be doing a four-week workshop. Um, so that'll be just, you know, once a week, but it includes a numerology reading. So you'll have a private numerology reading, and then we'll do a group workshop that's all about, it's called soul awakening with numerology and energy healing. So I haven't mentioned this, but I'm also an energy, I'm a Reiki master. Um, so I like to incorporate both the numerology lessons, but also it's going to be teaching about the energetic body, right. And about our eternal souls in that way. So learning about those things, but then also how can we relate it to numerology, learning about the spiritual dimension of numerology, how to awaken your, your soul numbers, right? And then also, it and the uh, workshops end with like at least a 20-minute group energy healing. So I like to, like I said, incorporate both modalities there. That sounds incredibly cool. And that's this coming May, May 2023. Yes, correct. And mm -hmm. people can register on your website? Yep, it's right on my website. Fantastic. Yep, if you go, it's on bookings. I even have a separate page that says workshops. Okay, so there's, awesome. there's a lot of different links in there. And listen, y'all, if you are listening after May 2023, go to the website anyway, because who knows what she will be offering in the future. Probably have more. Yeah, probably exactly. have more, probably have more. <laughs> thank you for your time, oh, thank Lauren. You, Sarah. This has been beautiful. <laughs> I am very, very excited to dig deeper into numerology. I think it's a really neat tool and I'm just so impressed by your depth of knowledge and your willingness to share it with us. Well, thank you so much for your time and allowing me to share it here. And um, I just, I, I really, I cherish the time that we've been able to spend together. And I love that you're interested in numerology and love that other people are learning about it as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, you have a fantastic day and I will talk to you again soon. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye.